1: Welcome back. This is episode number 307 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Rescued from Religion. I would like to continue to share with you this month my journey with Jesus Christ and how he rescued me from religion to having a personal relationship with him. In sharing my testimony and journey, I am trusting that you will be encouraged to be released from all forms of religion and some that may not even be obvious to you in your walk with the Lord as well. Please listen to last week's podcast as they build upon one another this month. Each week, I'm going to focus on a word that begins with the letter R. Last week, the R word was risk. This week, our word is rescued. Each person that walks upon this earth needs to be rescued. You'll understand this more clearly as I continue. Now, last week, I shared how, as a little girl, I was raised in a denomination that was steeped in tradition and rituals. I followed and obeyed the rules, mainly so that I wouldn't get punished. My early relationship with God was based on fear and conformity to rituals and traditions that did not even make sense to me. Also, I pointed out how religion is our work. Relationship is His work in us. Let's continue with my story. At this point, I am a teenager in high school. My parents are divorced but in constant contact because of my four brothers and myself. And we are not going to church at this point. There were two young adult females who attended Philadelphia College of Bible, which changed its name to Philadelphia Biblical University in 2000, and now has a new name, Karen University, which is C-A-I-R-N, and they've eliminated the word Bible and biblical altogether. Now, that's a whole nother religious lesson in itself. Anyway, I digress. These two young women came into our neighborhood and conducted Bible studies. God is always reaching out and drawing us to himself, whether we realize it or not, and sure enough, he drew me to this study. I'm not able to recall much of the study, Except for one day when I heard the gospel message concerning Jesus Christ, and by faith I received him as my Lord and Savior. And believe me, I have not been the same since. It was through their teaching that I didn't realize until I had heard the gospel or the good news of Jesus Christ that was shared with me that I was a sinner. I'd never heard this before. In 11th and 12th grade, I, like everyone else, was making life decisions as to who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do in life. I had goals, and as a rule keeper, I stayed on the honor roll and was heavily involved in extra school activities, in leadership positions, and having favor with the staff and with my teachers as well. And this was true even in my college days when I graduated with honors. Let me just honestly say, it does not matter your social rank, your financial status, your authority, your reputation, your religious training or the command of scriptures, your education or initials behind your name, your gifts and talents, your zeal, your significance, your perseverance, your achievements or accomplishments, or anything that can produce any level of pride in you. It's all works. And if you're doing any of it to gain brownie points with God, it's just religious works. Religious works will not get you into heaven or provide a relationship with God, the reason is every man and woman born upon this earth need to recognize that they are a sinner, and having sinned against God, they need to be rescued or saved from the power of sin and death. Now you may say, Who me? yes, you, like me and everyone else, I try to do everything right, stay on the honor roll, do the, da. I didn't go around hurting people or stealing or doing wrong in my own eyes. Yet, I was declared a sinner, not based upon solely on what I did, but on the condition of who I was being born a sinner. Yes, a sinner. A sinner is a descendant of Adam and Eve who sinned, and then they produced offspring and future generations that were declared sinners too. And these generations committed acts of sin because of their sinful nature that they were born with. You may feel you're a good person and you don't go around sinning. Let's remove the focus from the acts of sin and you're still declared a sinner being an offspring of Adam and Eve and having adopted their sin nature. No human being is excluded from having this nature. It doesn't matter how good you are or the good works that you do. And if I hung around you for a while, I wouldn't even need to prove this. Have you ever had an evil thought? Have you ever said anything that was absolutely not true? Then you're seeing the evidence of this sinful nature that we're all born with. So everyone has sin. We all have fallen short of God's glorious, holy standard. And it's our sinful nature resulting in acts of sin that has cut us off from a holy God who cannot fellowship with sin. And so this has created a separation between us and him. And if we remain in this sinful state, we're going to die being separated eternally from God. Now, that's the bad news. But the good news is that God loves you and would never want you to be separated from him. So he designed a rescue plan or a plan of salvation to save you. And this rescue plan is his providing the free gift of eternal life that comes through Jesus Christ, his only son. If I have a free gift for you, you have to receive it to enjoy it. This free gift of God is received when you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. Now you may say, what does that mean? Jesus never sinned, but since death is a result of sin, he took your place, died for you as a sinner to restore your relationship with God and to rescue you from the penalty of sin and death. Because of the time in which he lived, he was put to death on a cross, suffered physical death, and was buried. We all deserve to be put to death because of our sins, but he took our place and suffered on our behalf. Oh, but he's not dead. He was raised to life from the grave on the third day and is now seated at the right hand of God in heaven interceding on your behalf and all of those who believe in what he did for them on the cross. Jesus suffered once for your sins. Again, this free gift of God is received when you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of his son, Jesus. Jesus is our rescuer, our savior, and what he did for us is a free gift because we cannot do anything to earn it. There's no religious work that you can do to have your sins forgiven, enter heaven, or have eternal life with God. There is no one else who has done the accepted work of Jesus, which paid all of our penalties for our sins, satisfied the requirements of a holy God, and is able to restore you back into a right relationship with God who is holy. God's word, the Bible tells us that when you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you truly believe in your heart about his death, burial, and resurrection on your behalf, then you will be saved. Or in other words, you will receive his free gift of eternal life and be rescued from the penalty of sin and death. In your own words, just ask him to forgive you of your sins that you believe that He is the Son of God and that His death, burial, and resurrection on your behalf has made it possible for you to have the free gift of eternal life through Him. Ask Him to save you. And if you do that, then you too will be rescued like I was. Jesus will rescue you and be your Savior. So ever since my teenage years and praying to receive God's free gift of eternal life, I have been rescued from religion, which requires me to do something or accomplish some work for God to be made right with him. We can be religious and work the rest of our lives doing things, and none of them will earn us a spot in heaven. God accepts the finished work of Jesus alone for the forgiveness of our sins. The only work that we have to do is to believe on what Jesus has already done on our behalf. Listen to how Jesus explained this to Nicodemus, who was a religious leader. We see this in John chapter 3, verse 16 to 19 in the word of God. It says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but the people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. Also, First John chapter 5, verse 10 to 12 says, All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar, because they don't believe what God has testified about his son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have God's son does not have life. So please know again, religion is our work. Relationship is His work in us. There are many who are religious like Nicodemus, who keep rules and regulations, who have status, power, influence, but are now and will be separated from God eternally. For it doesn't matter how good you are or how much work you do for God, none of these things will get our entrance into heaven or provide the forgiveness of our sins by God. What about you? Have you ever prayed to Jesus to forgive you of your sins and to save you? You can have a relationship with him and see his work in you by taking these steps explained in this podcast. Get in touch with me if you need further clarification on what Jesus did to rescue you from the penalty of sin and death. Remember what I said and what I will expound upon further this month. There are three things to be mindful of. Religion, relationship, and rebellion. Religion is working to please God. And I explained today that no works of religion will ever make us right with God. Then relationship is God's pleasing work within us. When we receive God's free gift of eternal life in Jesus, which was explained today, he begins his work within us, and we have the assurance of our sins being forgiven, our being made right with God, and our having eternal life. In other words, we're rescued and saved, not by our own works, but by the works completed by Jesus. And then rebellion is working to please ourselves. And we'll discuss this further. So there's religion, relationship, and rebellion. Which one are you living in right now? Okay, that's an important question. Well, until next week, please share these podcasts with others and smile. Jesus loves you.